1: Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and
0: Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers. Go to JamesHBrown.com. You get a shiver in the dark, well after Giancarlo Stanton the of the, the Yankees demolishes a pitch to left field, uh, Brian Buxton of the minnesota twins goes basically in the same area oh not a good uh, time for tony gonsolin who's on the hill right now for the national league just deeper, <laughs> What's well, up?
1: I, uh, just deeper the uh, the buxton yeah. home run just was a uh, cleared uh concession stands and maybe some vendors out in the parking lot it went that
0: far so we're having a home run derby tonight yes Oh, boy. Yeah, it's been a fun game so far. The 3-2 American League uh, leading the National League. They're in the top of the fourth inning right now. Not a good night for the Edmonton Stingers. They're losing after the third quarter. The score is 77-52. And the Stingers, who have clinched a playoff spot, they're in fourth right now, but in jeopardy of falling to fifth in the league uh, with the uh, Shooting Stars uh, poised to win here, up by 25. Of course, the uh, game will not end uh, when the clock hits zero. Of course, it's the Elam ending, so we'll uh, keep you posted on that. A couple of other things here. Uh, Andre Sekera retired today, and uh, one-time Oiler, of course, he played for the Chicago Blackhawks. His career started in 2006 and uh, moved on to the Carolina Hurricanes, LA Kings for one season, then played uh, four seasons with the Edmonton Oilers, the final three with the Dallas Stars. And uh I tell you, his 16, 17 year with the Oilers was tremendous. He had eight goals, 27 assists, 35 points, which was the second most in his career. His career high is 44, team 14, 14. 11 goals, 33 assists. And if you remember in the playoffs, uh, a lot of people uh, very upset at Ryan Getzlaff because they felt he took a liberty against Sekera, ripped his knee up, and that really didn't help the Oilers in that series uh, In, the, in the, to, to, a, to a win. Of course, that series went seven games, and the Oilers lost to the Ducks. And there are other <laughs> incidents I won't mention here that uh, drove people nuts, including yours truly. But uh, Andre Sekera, uh definitely one of the uh, very good very good oiler very good hockey player he retires and then this is exciting as well the wall of honor will grow by three for the edmonton elks as uh on uh, august 13th that's a home game against the riders the uh former uh, three former players joe Holloman, defensive back Jim Germany, former running back, and another former defensive back, Ed Jones, will be the 39th, 40th, and 41st players to be inducted into the Elks Wall of Honor. Now, for Holloman, franchise leader, in most interception returns for a touchdown with seven, three-time West Division All-Star and a CFL All-Star, Jim Germany, team record 18 rushing touchdowns back in 1981 holds the team record for most rushing touchdowns in one game with four also set in 1981 three-time 1000 yard rusher named a cfl all-star twice western division all-star once in 1981 and ed jones four-time west division all-star three-time cfl all-star led the cfl with 10 interceptions in the 1980 season tied for second most in franchise history and uh, all three of course on those great five in a row championship teams from 1978 to 1982. Chris Jones on speaking about
2: uh, honoring the greats of this organization. I was just in Montreal and and, uh, got to recognize you know the team that, that I happened to be on and was fortunate to be on in 02 and you know These guys, they sacrifice a whole lot to be up here and play. And, you know, some of them are Canadian, some of them are American, but all of them are generally probably away from home. Not very many of them, you know, are fortunate to be from there, you know, when they they get nominated for these things. And so it's a a huge honor. And I think that uh, as an organization, as a community, that to to go back and and look back in time and and honor somebody that's been a really good player, I think it's uh, the ultimate respect.
0: And uh, just to uh, offer a little bit of a reference or a little bit more context to what Chris Jones was talking about in the game uh, last Thursday with the Montreal Alouettes, they honored the 2002 team uh, that the the great cup here in Edmonton. And that's not a good memory for a lot of uh, green and gold fans. Obviously uh, Ricky Ray started in that game. And of course that was uh, an excellent season from Ricky and, they won in 2003, but in 2002 that didn't happen. The Alouettes won, and uh, several former players like Ben Cahoon and Azuma Okk and um, a number of players. Bruno Happel, who does the the color for uh, the French uh, broadcast on uh, Radio Canada uh, in uh, in Montreal, he uh, and a number of players, including Chris Jones, who was the D line coach, so at the halftime period. Um, he went out to center field and took a picture and then ran back uh, to the, his sideline. No Thorpe did the same thing because he was on that team as well. He's now the defensive coordinator of the Alouettes. He ran back to his sideline. So that's a pretty cool moment. But uh, yeah, Chris Jones talking about the sacrifices made from uh, players who come up here and then they call Edmonton home. So that's pretty cool. Ed Jones, Joe Holloman, and Jim Germany will be honored on the Elks Wall of Honor, August 13th at home against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, The injury list is long for the Elks. Uh, They won't have Trey Watson out with an injury long-term. Nick Coe, who just debuted with the team, he's out long-term with a hamstring injury. Kai Loxley, receiver quarterback, dealing with a hamstring injury. Darrell Walker, dealing with a hip-growing injury. He probably won't play on Friday. And Chris Jones says, you got to be a little creative right now to
2: deal with this injury list. We're pretty deep. You know, we're we're sitting with 13 guys on the sixth game and, you know, all legitimate injuries and things where we we, we do MRIs and x-rays, stuff that takes that kind of work in order to see exactly what's wrong with them. And unfortunately for us, we've got a a laundry list of guys that are really good players. And uh, that's just part of it. You know, we've got to then keep working and our personnel department's got to keep finding guys and we've got to keep bringing them in. Every time we get a guy hurt, we've got to bring the next guy in.
0: Well, that's the one thing you can not uh, accuse
2: Chris Jones of is being afraid of the
0: situation. Doesn't like it, but not afraid of it. And that's why he has a personnel department. That's why he's the GM. That's why he and J. Simon and his staff get the work. And they've been working a lot this year with the number of transactions. Uh, good news is uh, Jake Ceresna working his way back off the six-game injury list. I believe this is the last game he has to serve. Uh, with the shoulder injury he's been out working out and it uh, looks like nals morgan's going to start at middle linebacker he's been out uh, for the first six games of the season and are carter in some capacity will play as well in the uh, elks secondary the winnipeg blue bombers are tremendous football team six and zero. Oh, they have a plus 52 point differential which is not the most uh, that is uh, the bc lions with a plus 67 but the uh, bombers are so good defensively kenny lawler Of course, former bomber talks about how they will give up yards, but it's really hard to score points on that defense.
2: Oh, man, it's just uh, execution. Uh, we got to execute on all cylinders. Um, you know, uh, we got to execute uh, every play um, in the red zone, uh, backed up. In every situation, we just got to execute because, you know, even though they do give up, uh, like you said, uh, yards, they don't give up points. And, uh, you know, they play every play. Even if they mess up on one play, give up an explosive, give up a big play, they're coming back down in the red zone playing a uh, tight defense. So, you know, we, then when they do that, you know, it's on us to uh, be able to execute our game plan, you know, put the point up on the board because that's what we're gonna need to uh, beat a team like this. The front seven's pretty good The yeah. Front seven's great. Um you know I played with them guys, you know, they got all stars all on their defense, all in the offense, you know. It's just a great team, you know, they built the dynasty over there. But um you know we got great players too. We got dudes that come in, uh work every day, it's gonna fight you know I wanted uh, I wanna want to trade uh, you know this opportunity in for everything, anyone. It's gonna be a great opportunity for this team to you know see who's fighters out there and uh man I just can't wait.
0: Well, I remember what Chris Jones said about facing the Calgary Stampeders four, four times this year. He says, I love it. It's going to give us a great opportunity to see what it's like to play a good football team and what it takes to win in this league and be a good football team. And there's no doubt that Chris Jones is not going to be afraid to play the 6-0, two-time defending Stanley, Stanley Cup, Grey Cup champion, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who are the class of the league. So he will relish this opportunity. Now, you don't want to see his team get smoked like they got Couple of weeks ago against the Calgary Stampeders, but you know it, it's a great chance to see how they operate, how they work, and how good they are. And the Elks feeling better about themselves. They've won two of three. They're two and four on the season. The Bombers six and zero. Oh, and a game you can catch right here on six thirty. Chad five thirty countdown to kickoff. Brandon Escott, Lake Dermott with uh, Morley Scott and yours truly giving you the play by play just after seven o'clock. <laughs>
1: Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and
0: Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. All right. Well, we were supposed to talk with uh, Doctor. Randy Gregg, one of the twenty twenty two Alberta Sports Hall of Fame inductees, uh, but he's uh, tied up with an unexpected matter right now. So we're going to hope to uh, rebook him for tomorrow night on uh, six thirty. Chad Inside Sports, a uh, nice class for twenty twenty two. Bill Busek. Former uh, line, linesman referee and worked uh, in the World Hockey Association internationally and uh, helped serve some of the longest-serving officials in the National Hockey League, Cassie Campbell-Pascal, who is one of my favorite analysts out there as well. I, I'll tell you, uh, she's a trailblazer for women in sports. And two of my favorite analysts, and there's a lot of our hockey people, you know, Chris Cuthbert's one of them, Craig Simpson's one of them. Uh, there's a lot of good ones out there. Uh, Louis DeBresque, of course, here, does a great job. Jack Michaels, of course, Bob. Uh, Cassie Campbell-Pascal is one of them, along with Jennifer Botterell. And Cassie Campbell-Pascal has done a great job of trailblazing uh, for uh, female broadcasters in this industry. So, and of course, we know what a a great captain she was with the women's Olympic team, uh, winning gold medals for Canada at several Olympics. So she's uh, inducted. Bob Clark, first-ever minister of youth in Alberta, face of the Junior A Hockey in Alberta with the Olds Grizzlies in the Alberta Junior Hockey League. Uh, John Davidson, of course, uh, former outstanding NHL goaltender, broadcaster, respected front office exec, currently president of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Ken Hitchcock, I don't think I need to remind you who he is. <laughs> A long-time NHL coach uh, and former uh, head coach of one, Rob Brown. With the cloner rockets uh, from sherwood park alberta the 1974-75 Leftbridge native sons 1975 canada winter games and alberta junior b provincial champion and jamie mccowan former defenseman of the calgary flames um, and uh hopefully we can get randy on tomorrow and tell some stories especially about those uh you know facing those flames uh, in the 1980s uh, randy gregg one of just and kellen thank you very much mm-hmm. uh, we'll have randy Gregg on the show tomorrow. we will have him 705.
1: tomorrow 705
0: nice job nice job we'll uh, send you a little extra uh you know we'll send you a couple bucks here for uh being a the oh i
1: only job. take canned hams dave
0: that's the <laughs> that's the currency on this show It's canned hams i want to ask you do you or reed hide the key to the canned ham de- uh, compartment because reed has the think- keys
1: I have he no keys, keys to the canned ham department. He has the keys. When I show up to work, the, the canned ham uh, de- uh, compartment's already open and that stuff. And then when he leaves for the night, he must lock it up or something or whatever. He, he has the only set of keys for it. I asked See, him for a set of keys before he took off on holidays and that stuff. Yeah. And then he just grumbled something about, oh, you want everything, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, didn't even broach. Well, if it's read,
0: that. it's usually a grumble. Yes. Um, especially at the end of the night, you know. Um, nah, he's not surly, although he will tell you he is crabby quite a bit. And then he um, drove off in a 78
1: uh, Trans Am blurring hysteria at, like, 11, you know.
0: <laughs> tire tracks he's probably the probably doing distance. that now. Absolutely. Great night for it. With the key to the Can-Ham in his pocket, the Can-Ham uh, storage unit, mm-hmm. I'll never see it. As good of friends as we are, I'll never see the Can-Ham. Um, if it was you and with the with the key, you give it to me, no problem, right? Yeah,
1: I'd let you take a
0: peek for sure. Okay, that's good. So I'll keep working on that for hands. sure. <laughs> okay, well, Kellen, help yourself to a can ham. Although if you don't have the key, um, you'll never see it, probably. So there's the rub. There
1: there's we go. The exactly. Uh, a <laughs> couple of texts for you if you'd like yes please for sure okay so uh brandon from windsor uh texts in and says "Flames should offer sheet patrick liney or the oilers if they can move out salary could you imagine liney as mcdavid's trigger man
0: Hmm. now liney did not apply for salary arbitration i believe so he could get an offer sheet i believe i don't think the oilers will do that um interesting today uh, johnny goodrow said he thought he was going to be a New Jersey devil. And then Columbus came in and gave him the deal. Mm -hmm. It's just weird how he goes, Oh, I, this is a great fit for me. Uh, this is wonderful. Yeah. Well, okay. (laughs) Like this is, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not criticizing Johnny Goodrow, except for basically doing the old cloak and dagger stuff and misdirection with the, with the Calgary flames. He and his, his, his agent, I didn't like that part of it, but clearly Johnny Gaudreau, he wants to go to a place where he can just sit there, play hockey, not worry about as much media scrutiny and fan scrutiny because he was going to get that in Calgary, of course, because he's played there for how long and they threw so much money at him and he still said no. Had a chance to go home to New Jersey, play for – The Devils didn't want to do that. Columbus is a nice nesting place for him because it's, I can just play freely and I'm not criticizing it. I'm just saying that's what, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. I can just sit in Columbus, play my hockey. Don't worry about the pressure as much.
1: And that might help him.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: And And we got one more here from Charles in Clearview. He texts in and says he smells a Elks victory over the bombers on Friday night. If only for the decent payout, it would make
0: on the pro line ticket. Oh, there you go. Well, whatever motivation you have, a win by the Elks would be monumental over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Could you imagine? For Oh, I mean, and this team's getting closer. This team is getting closer, no question. And you don't want to be down 13 and 19 points to, to win your football games, no question. But um, we've seen this team in the fourth quarter in two of the last three games play that type of football you need to play. Now, do they play they, they need to play a better 60-minute effort? There's no question about that. You you can't flirt with that type of deficit with the Calgary Stan Peters of the world and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers of the world. And even there's there's still more football teams in this league, even though there's just nine that you can't do that against. But their confidence is growing. The injuries just stink though. They they are just putting a stench on this season. But yet they keep finding a way, Chris Jones and company. So We'll see what the depth chart looks like and the roster looks like on Thursday, but it is going to look different again. And those texts, thank you, Callan, for reading those, mm-hmm. uh, courtesy of CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. Um, you can check out our archived editions of Inside Sports if you missed anything. You can get to uh, 630chad.com and check out the show page. You can do that for Oilers Now as well, hosted by Bob Stauffer from noon to two right here on six thirty. chat. jetty at glenn Gullickson on the show today assistant coach who signed a three-year extension along with dave Mance. of course jay woodcroft will be behind the bench long term as well and you know just talked about coming back and he's excited
2: i thoroughly enjoyed uh you know working for this organization right from daryl to bob to kenny um it was uh for, for me, on the inside, it, it, it's uh, it's an organization that really treats its people very well. Um, you know that, that's certainly one of the reasons. But you know, if you take a look around, obviously the biggest reason um, is is the chance to win. And um, you know, coming on board here for you know, we signed uh, our three year deals here just uh, a few weeks ago, and just knowing what we did in the playoffs, and then looking at our players, and then uh, you know, obviously Connor and Leon and and, and the group here. I don't think there's been a better time, you know, in, in the recent uh, time to, to be an Evanston Oilers.
0: Yeah, so a lot of excitement around here. Of course, free agency uh, just a week ago, Evander Kane re-signing, Brett Kulak re-signing. The uh, Oilers able to sign Jack Campbell to a five times five deal. He'll be the starting goaltender, Matthias Janmark, the other day. And Bob Stoffer was on this show. And, of course, you hear him noon to two on Orders now and he's hinting there's more happening behind the scenes, so we will just sit, and we will just wait. So it is 3-2, American League over National League at the Major League Baseball All-Star Game in Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium. They're in the top of the fifth inning. Uh, Alec Manoa had a great second inning. He fanned three of the four batters he faced. And plunked uh, Jeff McNeil of the New York Mets off of the advice of John Smoltz, basically saying throw a throw a back. He hit him in the back. He was like, "Oh, oh, front door slider." It was a nice exchange on the live mic uh, between uh, Alec Manoa, of the Jays, and John Smoltz, who's a analyst for uh, the MLB on Fox. And uh, not a good night for uh, the uh, Edmonton Stingers. It's ninety-seven seventy-four. Uh, they're into the Elam ending, and i uh, not sure what the target score is. No, it looks like it's over now, I believe. 70, yeah, 97-74, the uh, Stingers losing to the uh, Scarborough Shooting Stars. So the Stingers who have already clinched the playoff spot, but they're going to fall to fifth in the league. So tomorrow we have Dr. Randy Gregg, 2022. Alberta Sports Hall of Fame inductee. Got a lot to talk about with Randy. What a a great career. And, of course, doing some great things with the Edmonton Riverhawks, managing director of that franchise in the West Coast League. Also, Jim Mullen of Football Canada will be around. Talk about a three-year partnership with the CFL Players Association. Basically getting more kids interested in the CFL. I can't wait for that. Thanks to Kellen Kennedy, our studio producer. I'm Dave Campbell. Talk to you tomorrow night.